Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 237. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. We're going to start right off the bat with the Apple event. Um, Andy, this was the first one, and as long as I can remember them even you know, live streaming them, that I didn't watch. So, I mean, you you found out what happened, though. You just didn't watch it live. Yeah, I, I did it. Yeah. Update. I mean, you can kind of figure out everything that's going to happen before it does. Although there was a rumor circulating over the weekend that AirPod 3s were coming out. And everything I've read does not mention anything about that. So that might be a standalone thing coming you know, later this year. Uh, but just a quick summary. iPhone 13 is everything you kind of expected. Uh, up to a terabyte hard drive on that, that Pro model. Apple Watch 7, it's getting better every year. No bezels almost uh, on that thing. And uh, iOS 15, you can download Monday. Um, and all that stuff, I believe, is ready for pre-order this coming Friday for the most part. So, Are Apple Watches easy to come by with all the shortages of everything? Um, <coughs> I, I think use. so. <laughs> I don't the think those stuff. the wearables, like, I, I still have an or Apple Watch 4. I don't think there is, like, you know, Every year you have to have the new one because it's not as big of a deal on those for the most part. Um, I haven't heard of any shortages on that. Uh, the phone might be a little hard to come by, but even then, I, I think it's I think it's more just bullshit. Like, the, I don't know. They like just saying that just to make them sound cool. Like it's it's not two thousand and you know eleven anymore. Like everyone has an iPhone that can do everything that the new one can do, just a shade darker on the photos. This new one has like cinema mode or something. I have to look into more, that more. But so, I mean, Soderbergh, look out. Yeah. I'm sure he's been using the 13. He gets the uh, special treatment. But yeah, uh, Apple event as, uh, as per always uh, early in September. All right, we have some shocking news. At least Sandy shocked me a moment ago uh, in pre-production on this because I did not hear this. Uh, Norm McDonald passed away today at the age of sixty-one. Yeah, it's it's really sad. And I know last week we talked about with uh, Michael K. Williams that like you you see these things now, and before you would see them twenty years ago, and be like I've never I don't know who that is, but like now, anytime someone dies, it's like. I know who they are, but like, yeah, especially Norm was big. Like it's, and it, it was not expected at all. Like, again, I saw the, I just see, you just see the name on the headline first and I'm like, Oh, what's, what's Norm going to do next? And it turns out nothing, uh, horribly. Uh, that's, you know, I guess he'd been battling cancer for quite a while and that's not something he really cared to tell you about. It wasn't part of his, his comedy. So we didn't know, and yeah, it just it sucks because like I feel like Norm has such a high approval rating that like he people from all all over the place love Norm. Like my parents loved Norm, seeing you know SNL bits or whatever, anything he would do. So his only project in production is a cartoon called The Beast, uh, Back Home Again, 
I don't know why it says most of those two yeah. things. It's called Back Home Again. It's a cartoon about uh, the largest wildfire evacu- evacuations in Canadian history. But here's what's interesting. So Martin Short, Ed Asner, who also passed away this year, yeah. and uh, Jeremy Renner, Catherine O'Hara, Michael J. Fox, probably just every Canadian, very Canadian in yeah. the planet, uh, Bill Burr, who can't be Canadian, right? Mm. Close enough, though, up there. Tom Green. Yeah. Uh, so surprised no Seth Broken. But uh, just yeah. kind of interesting, you know, Ed Asner on that one as well. I mean, Seth Rogen is one of the people I saw speak about already because, yeah, just to Canadians, it's got to be even more important. Take the day off tomorrow for them. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think it must have remained true that he never drove anywhere. He didn't have a license. He didn't drive a car. Yeah. That was a whole thing running with him for the longest time of like, you have to go, you have to send a car for him. Like he, he doesn't do that. <laughs> like whenever you would need him places. Yeah. And yeah, that that's what it's. Of course, every, everything is sad right now, but like, I'm sure he didn't get to do a whole lot of comedy the last couple of years, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's sucks. You know, I'm sure there's, there's a lot he could have done, done a new special or something, but yeah. Uh, and I, I went back and watched, there was a, some, a video going around his, uh, the monologue before, before the 1998 SB, so the ESPN award things. And so. God, God damn, he was so good. Like he's willing willing to say things that people would be like, nah, that you're gonna you can't do that. But like, no, he's allowed to do it because he's Norm, and that's fine. He's already been fired by NBC. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So uh, you know what I was going through because uh, his his scenes in Billy Madison just make me laugh. Like when he's like drunk asleep on the lounge chair and wakes up, hey, Billy, uh, where's Billy? Uh, but Veronica Vaughn on here, she was in uh, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. She was okay. Violet. I think that was her name on there. Okay. The nerdy lady. I believe it. Interesting. But yeah, sad. Uh, I certainly wasn't expecting that. You're like, well, we obviously have to talk about Norm McDonald's. Like, what showed it? Or what did he say today? Or something like that. Yeah. But, and you're like, oh, no, no, just surprise me. And I'm like, no, I don't think that's that's appropriate. Yeah. I'm going to be good. Like, hey, hear the news. Uh, yeah, it's like the Dewey Cox song. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, very sad. And uh, I guess while we're at it, uh, Ben Best. Yeah, there's another death. Uh, not not as big of a name, but Ben Best was a... You know him. One of the, one of the co-creators of Eastbound and Down. Um, he was a collaborator with Danny McBride and Jody Hill with like all their stuff coming up. Uh, but then there was some sort of falling out that they never really want to talk about, but he was, uh, not around for their, their subsequent projects. And I, I think everyone will know this line. Whoa. What is that? Is that blood? Dude. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he was an actor in Eastbound or Down as That's well. Then super just, bad folks. Yeah. And he was, then he was not part of their crew anymore and it was always kind of a mystery but you know sometimes people have their differences and I think he was still he still got paid as you know a co-creator of the show and everything uh, but yeah I think news came out last or yesterday that he had passed only 46 years old so I'm not sure what happened I don't think it's been it's undisclosed um, but yeah do you just wonder what ha- what happens with someone's life that you were you know had hit some level of success like 
Um, I really enjoyed the the Foot Fist Way, the movie they made before they did Eastbound and Down. He was the the bad guy at the end, and he was a funny comedic actor as well. And uh, I think he was in he was in a Observe and Report as well, the the movie they made with uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Uh, that, then he was just gone, and it was like no one knew why, and there was no other project he did. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. Of course, you that's- think of the worst. Um, so that's it's sad and it's not i guess it's not our business to know but um i know we we both enjoy the 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 few things he did put out so i thought it was worth mention crazy wow andy uh while we're here let's talk about jeff bridges and no 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 he has not passed away yeah we have we have to wrap this up with some positive news uh there were there was a chance that Jeff Bridges was going to be the next person on this list, but uh, he has announced that he his cancer is in remission. So he's been, I think last year he announced he had cancer. Oh. He also said he, he ended up getting COVID while on chemo, and it was pretty scary. That That's, that's ex- not a situation you want to have. That, so uh, not today, death. Um, Fuck you. But yeah, so he's, he's on the way back. Uh, he said he's going to, wants to return to filming the show he was doing for FX, which... You know, they, they had like trailers for that, like, oh, this is going to come out. And then the cancer kind of put a uh, delay those plans. The old but, man. Yeah. So he he wants to work still and we want to see him. So uh, Something a little positive there. Yeah. And that sh- uh, show sounds pretty great. The a former CIA officer who's living off the grid finds himself on the run from people who want to kill him. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Bridges off the grid sounds exactly what you want. I like him in bad times at the El Royale. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, yeah, that's uh, that's good. We wish him well. Uh, I think we've talked about Haunted Mansion on here a few times, uh, and we're going to do it again. Yeah, I know. We at least talked about like, oh, the Eddie Murphy movie and that they're going to do another one. Uh, but they announced uh, the cast members here for the upcoming movie. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Rosario Dawson and Owen Wilson. So that's that's a whole lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owen Wilson's back, I guess. He got to do uh, Loki, and now he's he's Disney's uh, golden child here. He's and Rosario Dawson on the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. So, uh, that's probably watchable now. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I I saw Tiffany Haddish in something this weekend, and uh, she's she's funny, but a lot of the stuff she's done has been like Kevin Hart or something, and it's like I'm not interested. Yeah. So uh, I want to see what kind of character she's going to play here. I uh, saw her in that uh, kitchen show, the kitchen. Yeah, where her and uh, Melissa McCarthy yeah, and yeah. the lady from the Advil commercial um, have to take over because their husbands go to jail. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, people like her, so whatever she, whatever else she's done, must have been pretty good. I haven't seen yeah. any of these first things. Keanu, like a boss, night school, girls trip. So. Uh, she's in the show with uh, Tracy Morgan, and she's good in that because she's not like crazy over the top. Mm-hmm. Why. The last OG. So I haven't seen that. Uh, and then the thing I watched this week also not a crazy person role. So okay. Um, well, yeah, and hopefully we can look for that uh, next October. I would think so. That's what they're going to do. That, that would make a whole lot of sense. And yeah. Disney usually knows what they're doing. So Yeah. All right. Tell us about Twins 2. It's it's finally happening. It's been rumored for 
years at this point. Uh, the original twins came out in 1988 with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito as twins. A great premise, of course. Uh, but th- there's been a rumor to make twins too for for a long time, and the rumor was it was going to be Eddie Murphy would be the third twin, so triplet. Uh, so of course there's some weird genetic thing that allows that to happen, which is the same weird thing that allows Schwarzenegger and DeVito to be twins. Um, but you know, this never came to fruition here, but, uh, with Eddie Murphy, like making sequels to every movie he's ever been in, this kind of picked up a little steam and, uh, they had a script ready and it was, they got financing, uh, Ivan Reitman's coming back to do it. Ooh. Uh, and then Eddie Murphy couldn't do it. He was like, uh, actually I'm busy now. Uh, I've got too many projects he's working on. He's got to make. Uh, probably Doctor Doolittle three now or something like that. They got to be past um, just three, right? Forty eight hours nine. Yeah, uh, there's 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 a lot to do for him, uh, but they already had the, all everything ready to go. They had the script and everything. So uh, Tracy Morgan is going to fill in for Eddie Murphy, mm. um, uh. which is <laughs> they're different. You can't just be like, well, one, it's a black guy. He was also an SNL. Uh, but I, I like things that Tracy Morgan has done. My favorite role uh, of his is the longest yard. Yeah. Like I said, I, I like I like his show that's on TBS, The Last OG. I think it's good, um, but very different from Eddie Murphy. And I would much rather see Eddie Murphy in this. But you know, I'll take it. I'll take Schwarzenegger and Devito back together. So that's supposed to film next year. So. I don't know. It's probably to come into a streaming service. We'll see. That doesn't seem like a big theatrical hit, but um. yeah, that's going straight to Peacock. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Where's Terry Crews been? Uh, he does Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's a good okay, show. Okay, but Cheeseburger Eddie, where is he? Yeah, he's. He probably makes like nine things a year. You just don't see it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of like kids shows. It looks like. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. All right. I like him. Um, all right. Uh, speaking of Peacock, Halloween Kills. So let's do the Nolan story first. Oh, Andy, you're burying the lead. Yeah, I'm all right. sorry. I think, I think it'll flow better. Christopher Nolan is going to... He broke up with uh, HBO <laughs> and the Warner Brothers family. Yeah, so yesterday when I first saw this story, the story was that Christopher Nolan's a free agent. He is considering uh, other offers from other I heard studios. the Nets offered him a, a yeah. small you know, contract. So he, he very publicly was upset with Warner Brothers about their decision to put the movies uh, on HBO Max along with the theatrical release. Uh, but it didn't affect his movie Tenet, which just got a normal release. It was only 2021 movies, but I guess he thought he was uh, sticking up for you know his fellow director, and I think as times passed, uh, I think H- the HBO Max move has seen seemed more and more intelligent with movies not doing all that well. But I guess I guess the movies coming there haven't done very well at all. But like, who knows if they would have if there wasn't an HBO Max thing? Yeah. So I I actually think what HBO Max did was was great and really good for movies that we've been able to see good stuff. I mean, we got. Clint Eastwood movie coming out this Friday. Like that's, that's great. That's, that's good stuff. Um, 91 year old man. Yeah. Still going strong. All you have to do is pay your normal monthly fee that you probably would already pay to watch the shows and stuff. And now you got a Clint Eastwood movie coming, a brand new Clint Eastwood movie. 
Uh, so I, Grand I like Torino that. too. Yeah. Very like timely in these days. I like that HBO Max did this, but Christopher Nolan obviously did not. So, uh, no, he's not a free agent. His next movie is going to come, uh, be made with uh, Universal. So, uh, that's Universal, who uh, runs the Peacock streaming service. So uh, they would never take a movie that was supposed to go to the theaters and then also put it on the streaming service because that's not what they do. So, uh, yeah, it kind of makes Christopher Nolan look like a hypocrite when we get to the, the next story here. Uh, but, yeah, he did detail a bit about the next project. It is a World War II movie about the Manhattan Project and uh, Oppenheimer, the uh, the guy who made the atomic bomb. So doesn't sound like there's any like weird time travel or anything in it. So maybe it's just going to be a straightforward movie. I mean, it sounds good to me. Yeah, but uh, I'm definitely still going to watch it. But uh, there, <laughs> it seems like a uh, kind of stupid that he made this big public breakup. And does it really even mean anything? Uh, I'm sure he's got guarantees from Universal that now this will definitely only this will only come to the best theaters. You can't even yeah. watch it in a bad theater. Yeah. Like he's going to inspect every theater and make sure it's up to his quality. Yeah, the theater is going to be nice to it. All right, so we want to do the next story. Yeah, Halloween ki- uh, Kills. Yeah, Halloween Kills. Speaking of Danny McBride, uh, he's behind the scenes on Halloween Kills, which is uh, coming out next month, October 15th, I believe. Timely. Uh-huh. Yeah, good, good timing for that, that movie. Uh, well, I think after some bad results on some other movies universal decided uh, you know what this will come straight to peacock as well and they're just copying the hbo max model so this will be in theaters but it'll also be coming to peacock the same day uh, with the paid tier so it's not going to be free but it, the, i think the five dollar tier of peacock you'll be able to watch this movie from your own home so uh <laughs> again makes christopher nolan look a little hypocritical to be so upset about what hbo did and then then his new whose new friends are doing the same thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, now I hope that everyone involved in the production of Halloween Kills was made aware this was happening and they're they're okay with it. But um, a little different caliber film from a Nolan yeah. movie. Yeah, but it it does seem like that that'll put a little damper on the the box office there. Uh, but I feel like Halloween Kills is not necessarily a movie you need to see in the theaters. They might no. actually prefer watching it from home. Yeah, so. I don't know. Is that a good or a bad move from business wise? Is this going to mean less tickets sold or is it going to mean more subscriptions to Peacock? I, I'm not really sure, but I don't think it's going to move the needle for me one way or another. I don't yeah. think I'll get Peacock. So for that. The I already other, intend to do the Paramount so I can watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. The other the other thing that may have uh, caused this decision, there were some early reviews that came out and not that good. I think like. 40 something on, on Rotten Tomatoes with I mean, it's not a full review slate yet, but that's not great after the first one uh, did very well. So um, the other disappointing thing for me is I went to the movie theaters this weekend and I saw a trailer for it and it was way too much. They gave way too much. I did not need yeah. to see anything else other than oh, he's still alive. Like, that's all I need. That's all I need. I don't need to see like people with shotguns and stuff and like oh, they gave us two thirds of the movie. Yeah, I just need to to know that he's still alive and they have to fight him again. Um, well, I don't think it's going to go into the realm of like Freddy Krueger. So I think you can assume he's alive. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't want to see the, 
this trailer showed him like kill people. I'm like, all right, well now I know those people are dead. Like what the fuck? What a dumbass trailer. I try to close my eyes. What if they show a version where, you know, he, he tried to get on the, uh, the straight and narrow and, you know, found God and found a, uh, you know, a, a wife has a kid and, uh, he's kind of dextered with it. He he goes out at night. (laughs) No, I did think like, what if they the trailer they do fake footage and trailers? Oh all the yeah, time. fake out. Yeah, um, but yeah, right yeah. Now, what so- if they did a full blown fake out? And, like somehow got the dumb media and all those idiots to go along with it too. And it's like, I think I've seen the whole movie, but I'm gonna still give them my you know seven fifty uh, matinee price. And uh, oh my shit, that was a completely different movie. They got us. They did it. Of course, in this day and age, that'll never could do that in ninety nine. Yeah. That'd be a fun experiment. I feel like Jamie Kennedy would do it. So here's the, the Rotten Tomatoes here. 56% on 16 reviews. So that's it's not horrible, but not great. Um, also, like Rotten Tomatoes is definitely the listening. Middle. They're definitely listening in right now because uh, there's a list of most popular streaming movies. And at the very bottom is The Longest Yard. <laughs> oh, there it is. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know the last time I saw that movie. I yeah, do know I owned it at some point. But, you know, circa 14 years ago. Yeah, that's upsetting. <laughs> Why are they listening in? Well, uh, speaking of streaming, Morning Show Season 2 will debut Friday on Apple TV+. Plus. Now, I looked it up, Andy. I have Apple TV+, Plus. I think, until like mid-November, so I'm I'm sad on that. Yeah, and is that, a, that all of it released at once? Um, I think so. It's hard to re- keep track of because like Hulu is like, oh, we'll give you three and then one and then one a week. Uh, I think they're all at once um, for them. Uh, who Who is all at once coming on November 5th to Netflix? Season three, the final season. Narcos Mexico, November 5th. I'm going to say about this, I'm upset. Um, the only reason I am upset is because I've seen the corona light or corona commercial too many times during the nba finals um uh, remember the snoop dog one where he's walking on a beach wearing like a gucci robe of course and he's yeah. yeah well he calls that guy who talks but you need subtitles to understand him and uh, like he's standing in the water and he has like a he has like todd phillips like the perm in his hair do you know the guy okay. i'm talking about i don't i oh. probably do but well, his name is Bad Bunny, I guess, like on music. I think he does music. He's in it, I guess. So I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> but I, I love that those those uh, series are all so good. So I'll be watching that. Yeah, and that's what that's weird. That's like the fifth season, really. Right? Yeah, I mean, they like did a the first two seasons were break. just Narcos, and then yeah, yeah. Well. It, that was one of the, I don't, not one of the originals, but one of the early Netflix shows. So, yeah, I mean um, that and like House of Cards were the only things yeah. of theirs that I watched. It's coming to an end. Yeah, and that one was able to, you know, able to keep our uh, attention the whole time. Like House of Cards, I don't think anyone watched the last season. Oh, okay. There's a big reason why. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, they got Spacey out. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason people didn't watch it. Oh. Uh. Now there's a new trailer for a uh, a movie that we've 
probably talked about on here a time or two that we believe at this point is still set to go to HBO Max. And Andy, that is The Matrix number four. The Matrix four. uh, We said that they had a title, The Matrix Resurrection. Um, Good title. The franchise being resurrected. But we finally got that trailer and it is interesting. Um, This could be a case where they got fake footage. Uh, But something that was really notable to me is that classic like green tint from the matrix nowhere to be found. Yeah. So what does that mean? Interesting. Who also got uh, uh, Morpheus is in it, but it is not Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, come on. You couldn't have gone Don Cheadle. There's some sort of (laughs) weird thing going on with that. He aged down. Uh, Yeah. So there's a lot of weird rumors going around what this could be that uh, in this movie, the matrix exists, but it is a movie itself. So, like, they know that the Matrix is a movie and not, like, the history of the universe. Um, yeah, I can't weird. keep up with any of this. I yeah. have not seen a Matrix. And there's weird uh, Neil Patrick Harris with some, like, blue glasses. Yeah, like, pretty weird. hip. Well, those are his actual glasses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, interesting. Uh, hopefully, they're taking some wild swings with this movie. Uh, because and, and hopefully, it's something where you don't really need to be that invested in what happened in the original trilogy. Um, because what from what I remember is like the, the last two were whether they were entertaining, they were kind of a mess. So if this is just kind of like, doesn't matter, like just watch this. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, although I'm excited for what Rage Against Machine song they play for the end credits. They have to bring that back. Right. Oh, that's, that's just part of the thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this. This is, this is going to be the last of our HBO max deal. Yeah. That deal ends at the end of the year, and this is coming out in December. So it was fun while it lasted, but yeah, watch most of the stuff. Yeah, and it's nice because next, I think February, the next big Warner Brothers movie will be The Batman. And oh yeah, like we're all going to the theaters. We're going to build new theaters just to yeah. watch it, just to accommodate it. If it's part of the uh, government bill they're debating, it's mm-hmm. funding for the Batman. Yeah, it's very important. All right, well, uh, Andy, how many things do you have on what you've been watching? We've got four. All right, well, before we hear those, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. And uh, when you plug in promo code... Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. They're going to give you 65% off the greatest dog leash you've ever seen. So head to thecliplessleash.com, plug in promo code TONY for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, so you have four, Andy. I have two. Okay. I kind of have one and a half. I, I didn't finish the second one. Okay, well, let me do my first two. And what, the second one's probably one you have too. We'll see. Okay. Uh, the first two, I you definitely didn't watch. Uh, I watched a movie called Monsters. It's on Amazon. It had been my, on my list for a while, but it was one of those things where it like leaves and then it comes back and then it leaves again before I watch it. Uh, but it was it was there again. Like, all right, I'm finally going to pull the trigger and watch this. It's a 2010 movie from Gareth Edwards, his first movie. Uh, after this, he went on to direct the Godzilla, the Brian Cranston Godzilla, and then uh, Rogue One, the Star Wars movie. So uh, it's that that you know, arc you see of a guy direct a low budget indie movie, then go on to big budget things. Well, it's also Scott uh, McNary. 
Yeah, so starring uh, Scoot McNary, one of the first things he's, he was in uh, from Narcos Mexico, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of a bunch of things. Uh, I really enjoyed Halt and Catch Fire that he was in. Uh, but this is a really cool premise of it's a it's an alien movie. Um, so aliens have come, but it's been six years since the aliens came and they were they're basically just wild animals and it's basically contained, but it's they still do damage. So it's kind of this is how the world is living in there. Uh, they came to Mexico and they're kind of they've got Mexico kind of well quarantined, but they're still constantly fighting them. Uh, it's low budget, so they use the monsters very sparingly so it's that's always better yeah it's it's mostly like a it's so scoot mcnary has to uh escort this young woman back to the united states she's like an aid worker there in mexico in the in the infected zone and she's uh got to get back to the u.s because they're gonna not allow travel from mexico after a certain date very very relevant to somewhat recent events with uh, afghanistan where it's like you got to get out of there now you got to get out of there now uh, of course, things don't go as planned, and they have to journey through the uh, the infected zone where the monsters Ooh. might be. Uh, I enjoyed it a whole lot. Like it's it is low budget. It is very small, and it's really just these two actors, and everyone else is kind of in the background. Uh, but that's good. That's you could see why a big studio would be like, "All right, you did a good job. Come make a bigger movie for us." And and you could see how this affected uh, Godzilla because that's in Godzilla, you barely see the monsters as well. It's very similar to that where it's like an on the ground war movie uh, rather than this big action monster movie. So um, I was, I was glad I watched it. Yeah. sounds like a pretty decent one. I don't believe I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I'm sure not a big movie. Uh, The other thing I watched also on Amazon. So I talked about American horror story last week. There was a scene in American horror story where the character goes to the store and buys a bunch of raw meat. And I'm like, that's, that's from Slither. Like that was like, he's just ripping off that scene from the movie Slither. Uh, and then terrible movie. Uh, I saw it was on Amazon. I'm like, I'm going to watch this. Oh boy. Uh, this is, this is James Gunn's first uh, movie up? as a director. Uh, it holds up and that is really quick. I really like that. That is the time between like shit going wrong and the movie being over is like 30 minutes. It is really quick, so it's not like long and drawn out. Um, I appreciated the, the humor in there. You could just see, oh, this is also just a low budget movie. Uh, and then the guy got to make huge budget Disney movies, so uh, it's always cool to see that progression and stuff go back. Um, but yeah, I saw Slither in the movie theater, so I think I was with you. <laughs> yeah, back in the back in, during that like a year, I'd say I watched so many movies, like probably every weekend, at least once. So and like a lot of times because you just go after like school or something. I feel mm-hmm. like I watched it at like three o'clock or something. I don't remember the time, but but that's a it's a decent uh, October movie. It's not quite October, but it's a little got some nice little scares, aliens taking over people's minds. It's good stuff. Yeah, pretty pretty good. There's a giant woman who explodes. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah, happens all the time, Andy. All right. Well, you ready for my first one? Yeah, I watched a free rental on iTunes for how long? I don't know. And uh, if you can watch it anywhere else, I don't know. Um, Being James Bond, the Daniel Craig story, a 45 minute little documentary kind of tribute to the man of uh, 
the current hour for 007. I loved it. It was terrific. It uh, goes into detail on, you know, when they figure out, you know, it, this is the guy. This is who it's going to be. Uh, we, we see a future with this guy and, and blah, blah, blah. And how, you know, the media just trashes him for no yeah. reason. Like right off the bat, like this guy Blonde will suck. Hair. Yeah. Like what? And the uh, Barbara, the one of the producers, brings up a very good point. I mean, wasn't there a blonde Bond uh, in the, was that the 60s? No. <laughs> Sean Connery? No. What color hair was, um not Sean Connery. Who's the other guy? I'm blinking on his name. I'm like very Roger tired. Roger Moore. Had Roger like Moore. Reddish, He's blankly. Basically yeah. blonde. Not as blonde um, as Daniel Craig. All right. Well. It goes into, you know, different scenes and how he you know, had a broken leg and was still shooting with this like exoskeleton and, uh, you know, the issues that they ran into on film in the newest movie with uh, more leg injuries for him. And they also went into how he, you know, basically trained like he was in a, a world class Olympian to get into the roles physique, which uh, then the newspapers are like, oh, yeah. Daniel Craig uh, is more like it compared to Pierce or they should have a photo on a newspaper of uh, Connery, like just lying down on the yeah. beach. <laughs> but yeah. it was really good. Um, he doesn't still have that physique like in Casino Royale. That was 15 years ago. Like, Yeah. I mean, obviously that's when the reviews from. Yeah. Uh, but it was entertaining. I, I mean, I, I've always liked all of the bonds. Um, I was also trying to remember. It's like, I don't think I had any opinions about him one way or another when Casino Royale came out. Like, that had to have been post Munich, right? And that movie was badass. I think it was the same year. Well, I that's think really the only, the only big crazy. thing he'd done is Layer Cake, which I definitely did not yeah. see before that. Yeah. I mean, he was in Road, Road to Perdition, but he was like a scumbag in that movie. Yeah. So. I barely remember that. Yeah, I was, just recently rewatched it. I mean, to me, it was an unknown. But yeah, that thing I remember was like, "Ooh, it was hair." And it's like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, it's like, uh, and then big deal. you watch the movie for ten seconds, you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, the opening of Casino Royale is like one of the best. So, yeah, and I tried to find uh, where I can rewatch them right now, and you can't. They're they're nowhere. Yeah, they move around. I know they were on HBO last year. I watched Casino Royale, so. Yeah. Um, all right. What's your uh, last? Bezos does Bezos own them now? So yeah, who knows? Tell what him. He's tell do. him. Give me the fucking movie, Bezos. What's your uh, last two? Uh, American Crime Story Impeachment. Yeah, that's the one I watched okay. half of. I also watched half of it and fell asleep, and then finished it up today. Uh, not because it was boring, just because it was you know you never know when you you're going to bed how much time you have left. Yeah. Um. So yeah, don't go too in depth. I mean, it's only been one episode so far, right? Yeah. And uh strange thing, I assume this was coming to Hulu. Uh, but it is not because they signed an exclusive deal way back when that this would go to Netflix like four months after it airs. Well, you can still so, I'm watching it on FX. So you can it watch it yeah. four minutes of commercials. You could watch it on Hulu if you have the TV part of it because uh, you're watching it through FX. So, but usually FX's stuff goes to Hulu right away. Yeah, with um, not many or many, uh, few or none. Com- uh, in terms well, no of commercials if you have the no commercial. This version, shit's yeah. literally four minutes every four minutes. It's like why? Yeah. It's like morning radio. 
Well, I was able to watch it through FX.com with Adblock. That <laughs> skipped all the ads. So pretty good. Yeah, I was lucky there. Uh, yeah, my first thoughts are Sarah Paulson is ridiculous. Like she looks nothing like herself or sounds nothing like herself. It's like ridiculous. Like you wouldn't know that's her, uh, especially compared to her current American Horror Story role. It's like radically different. And uh, Felix Paulson. Yeah, that's a completely different looking person. And she's kind of the lead here. She's such a kind of a miserable person. Where, um, it'll be it'll be fun, and and Jonah Hill's sister is good in the the parts I've seen. So you probably haven't seen much of her yet, because uh, I've seen a bit. I haven't you know. seen, and I don't know if he's even in the first episode. But uh, Mr. Clive Owen, yeah, last last little bit there. He's like, I, I, I don't think he's going to be in it that much. Yeah, it's not so much. It's not really. Him. Yeah, exactly. Um, I honestly barely. I like the couple from California. I think. Uh, Long Beach, yeah, <laughs> yeah, is seeing the lawyers about you know he uh, was inappropriate and that uh, she'll leave it at that kind of a thing. Yeah, and she's like, "What's fellatio?" <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we turned it on on like Wednesday last week, so I barely even remember how far in. It's hard to gauge how much was left. I think there was like thirty minutes left on the episode. Yeah, that sounds around half. So I got a ways because that's where I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I think it'll be good. I think they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm excited for it, and I kind of forgot about it. Yeah, and you got a nice Hollywood couple were in it. So, uh, Taryn Killam there was was the one person's husband, uh, and then his his wife uh, Kobe Smolders was Ann Coulter, and she was really good in the scene as Ann Coulter. It's like oh, like because you can have a reference point for this person. She's been on TV so much. And it's like mm-hmm. that was a really good job. So. But I'm sure there'll be a lot of fun things like that. Of people yeah. You know. All right. What's your last one? Uh, the last thing is what I went to the theater for. So uh, this is not a movie on streaming, but not necessarily a big action movie. So not a movie you have to go to the theaters, but I, I wanted to see it. So I went anyways. Got a, a cheap showing. Uh, the Card Counter. This is written and directed by Paul Schrader, who is a longtime collaborator of uh, Scorsese. He wrote... Uh, Taxi Driver and Raging Bull and some other of Scorsese's movies. Um, but he does his own stuff now. He he writes and directs. Uh, so this is starring Oscar Isaac and uh, Tiffany Haddish in a non-comedy role. There you go. Strange. Uh, also got Willem Dafoe in it. So very nice. Uh, it is kind of a misleading name, especially on on two fronts. Uh, number one, he it's called the Card Counter, but it's mostly about poker. Uh, but he is a card counter at blackjack. But he, for this movie, he decides to do poker tournaments. So, uh, but also, it's not necessarily about the gambling. It is about his uh, background and slowly revealing who he really is and what his past is. Because the movie just starts and like he'd been in prison, and that's where he learned how to play cards. Interesting. Um, but then the movie gets into well, why was he in prison and things come up from his past and all that stuff. Um, I enjoyed it. It's a, it's not a not an action movie. There's no big set pieces, uh, but some really good stuff. And it's mostly just a, a character study of uh, with Oscar Isaac, who's one of the best actors out there. Just a, he's just a dark, tortured character here, and I like that kind of stuff. Some, but yeah, not a uh, nothing like outlandish either. You know, it doesn't get weird. It just it's pretty straightforward. I was also the youngest person in that showing uh, by probably half. Congratulations. (laughs) 
I think people are like, oh, cards. Yeah, it'll be, yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, I'd watch it on Amazon. Yeah, I'm interested to see where this goes because uh, I'm sure if people go pay for it or like, well, I'm going out Friday night to take take a, a date. Like, it's not at that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. This is probably good to watch on Amazon. Uh, right now, it's not there. It is in theaters. So, yeah. But yeah, Tiffany Haddish plays a not a comedic role. I mean, she's funny-ish, you know. But not, I, I liked it. Uh, some people didn't like her performance, but I like I like seeing comedic actors just kind of do normal stuff, you know. Yeah, it's a novelty. All right. Well, uh, anything else to add? Uh, no, that's it. All right, well, I think that'll conclude episode 237 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Counts Card Andy. Yes. I'll see you later.